Welcome to another edition of Clear Talk. And again, I'm very happy to have with me today, Brad Malone, VP of Professional Services for Solutions 360. Hey, Brad. Hey, how are you today? I'm very well. So we had a real nice dinner last night and we had some great conversation. One of the things that came up was this concept of profitability in and of itself does not mean that a company is successful. What do we mean by that? Well, uh, it depends on the maturity of the organization because I think that some organizations start with revenue. Like, look at that customer. Look at how much revenue they bring in. Man, they're our bestest customer. And then we, we they kind of move from that to, okay, now they're profitable. Well, what does that really mean? Uh, you have to look at, at burden rate, especially if we're looking at labor. So if we're paying somebody $25 an hour and an average burden is 150%, I'm really sure uh, their cost is $62.50, so something like that. And then I'm billing them out at $80. So my profit is just the gap between $62.50 and $80. Many people look at it as like, well, is it, if I don't burden it right and I'm only doing $50, then I'm making 30% or not 30%, but $30 an hour. Are you really? So I think that the whole conversation of profitability is people often uh, increase or escalate their gross profit because they're not burdening their labor right. And therefore that excess is going into uh, overhead and it's taking from their net. So I think that understanding is key when we start looking at profitability because people often measure it with a, without any context. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of a, a quote from one of our customers who told me profit often hides our sins. And, and what he meant by that was that when a customer is profitable, there's a couple of things missing. Number one, are they leaving money on the table? Hmm. Are they being as profitable as, as they should be? Uh, secondly, is it scalable? Is it driven by process that as they grow and as they get more business, can they become a bigger, more successful, more profitable company? But one of the ones I would love you to talk a little bit about is often when we're talking about projects and we're talking, hmm. use the word drama, which, which I really like because it really fits well. Is, is you get to this end point or this closing part of a project, what do you see happen in some of these companies that are profitable, but they go through a lot of extra drama? Well, they move to heroism, and then it doesn't take much to move from heroism to martyrdom. Um, this is especially in the salaried ranks of we the PMs say, well, I don't want to reduce my profit, so I'm just going to donate my time. So they don't track their time back to the project engineers don't track their time back to the project. So they're taking from the capacity of the organization and they're, they're causing drama across other projects now because that labor can't be used. If I'm using it on A, I can't use it on B. So they're, they're misrepresenting the actual effort it takes. They hit the profit numbers, but that project gets highly dramatic. And again, we, we create that myth of we were on budget. Well, no, you you, I'm going to use a tough word, but you lied about it. You created this weirdness about it. Another key aspect is the whole internal change order. So we know we're going over, uh, but I want to wait till the end because then I only got want to get in trouble once. Well, it's not about being in trouble. It's about proactively managing the project and its profitability. So we're often the recipient of profit versus proactively managing the profit. And then I think that the third aspect, when you think about the drama at the end, is the best way to make a project profitable is just deliver it to service early and let them figure it out. So a lot of companies really don't tie the two together and they're measuring get uh, profitability too much as a single 
entity versus are we delivering quality throughout? Great, great points. And also, as we've talked to people, uh, especially people who worked for organizations that, that suffer from some of these things, I know it's really hard as an employee to work in an environment like that. It's very stressful to have to firefight. It's very stressful to work in a service organization where you know when that new customer hits your, your desk, there's going to be a lot of difficult work ahead of you. And I know people love working for well-run, well-organized organizations that have the process and have the documentation. So I think the, the other word that I wanted to use when I talk about this is sustainability, mm. consistency. You know, organizations that um, are consistently profitable, profitable are usually well-run organizations that are quite often a pleasure to work for. Well, and I think that they see profit as an outcome as opposed to the number, right? Uh, you can often get into, uh, when you start to use metrics poorly, again, like utilization, well, we want to increase utilization. Well, then I'll just bill overtime when I didn't even have it. Well, then what did I do to profit? So it's, it's understanding how metrics work together and rewarding the truthful measurement of metrics to make good decisions. I think that's key in organizations. When you think about sustainability, those organizations are typically very mature in how they make decisions, in how transparent they are in sharing information. So it's a well-run company, but again, top to bottom and side to side. It's just not this, we're hitting our financial numbers. Great points. Well, as always, pleasure talking with you. I look forward to our next uh, chat. Thank you. Thanks, Bradford. Take care.